guys, welcome back to our Like That Can Me podcast and this is episode 5 and today we have a very interesting guest here, Melvin! Hey, what is up man, what is up? How have you been man? I'm good, I'm good. Melvin, how are you doing? Uh, I've been doing good, I've been doing good. I mean, I c- it could be better, but I'm doing very good. Yeah, right, I think very good. Right. First thing I have to say, I love your hair. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's only been Let, about uh, one let's, week plus. Let's get some uh, cam shot on yeah. that hair, man. Yeah. Uh, dreads, baby. We got dreads Ooh, right there. Yeah. All natural hair. All natural hair right here. Sheesh. I, I tried to get some dreads the uh, last time. They said I don't have enough hair. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I mean, you can get extensions. You you can you can get extensions, but yeah, it's gonna be struggling. Right? It's gonna be struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but just to share with you, actually, actually, I like afro. Oh, okay, afros. I've, I've always wanted to get um, afro. Okay. Yeah, but but again, uh, being uh, Chinese, that <laughs> at this age and hair dropping, uh, it doesn't work very well. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but let's get into the introduction. So mm-hmm. for those of you who do not know Melvin, right, uh, and some of you are probably are his followers as well. Melvin is a content creator and he is also a comedian. So let me just read what he calls himself on Instagram, all right? <laughs> now, he is a former child, an ex-engineer, oh, yeah, yeah. a chef. <laughs> He's also influenza. He's also an NFT enthusiast. Now, for me, I know him the best for his impersonation of Salt <laughs> Bay. Yeah? Yeah, for those of you who do not know, you can go and check out his IG. Yeah, he has been uh, doing his Salt Bay action over. And, and seriously, be- before he did this dreadlock, lah, huh? he really looked like Salt Bay. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think a lot of people told me as well, like, like, dude, you have like almost the same height. Because Salt Bay is not as tall, you know? He's like the Asian height. Then it was like, you got the body as well. But- a bit like the body, yeah, yeah. Maybe not the nipple got part. La, got la. Maybe not the nipple part, but yeah, yeah, sort of the body. Huh? Okay, okay, good. Then it was like, whenever I did that, I was like, dude, you do look like Solve, you know? You do look like a Solve. It's like, okay, you know, that's gonna be my, that's gonna be my, my go-to personality already. So I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. You really look like him. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to say, you really look like him. Uh, yeah, for the first time, I saw it, I was like. Oh. Really wait, look like. <laughs> yeah. like wait wow, Joey invited real Sobe wow, from Dubai all the way to his house <laughs> uh. oh my god hey, hey, no this one a triple A grade one <laughs> <laughs> alright so let's begin right mm-hmm. uh, would you like to introduce a little bit about yourself like why do you call yourself former child ex-engineer chef influencer and NFT enthusiast yeah. I mean am I, am I not a former child uh, you are a former child, so I am a former child. So I mean, that I, I, I am a former child, so yeah, the former child is correct. And I was an ex-engineer. Do, do you want to guess? Uh, who? Okay, uh, I, used to, I used to study uh, engineering as well. So before I do all this thing, I used to study engineering. So do you want to take a quick guess what, what sort of engineering I studied? Chemical. Oh, uh, that's a very good. That's a, good, that's a very good choice, but it's not that. It's not that. <laughs> it's a mixture of like, you know, electronic, electrical, mechanical, um, pneumatics, a bit of oil and gas as well. Oh, it's a mixture w- of a lot. Robotics? No, 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 no. Aircraft engineering. Oh, you're aircraft engineer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My God, you were aircraft engineer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, then that leads me to the next question, <laughs> right? What on earth is an aircraft engineer uh-huh. Doing on a podcast. <laughs> doing as a content creator. I mean, like, for most of us who are watching this show right now, you would know that an aircraft engineer is actually a very good paying job. It's a very secure job. At the mm-hmm. moment, you get a, a position in Mars or even AirAsia. Mm-hmm. The progression is basically just there. And then, yeah, yeah. good pay. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, very good pay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. along the way, you get to progress very well as, mm-hmm. a, as an employee, at least. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> You're curious. How like, many I can tell. years were you... 
as a I, I was in the aircraft uh, aircraft industry for well, okay so once I came out from studies uh, two and a half years then I did my intern in with Air Asia then I got an offer I got an offer uh, with Singapore so I went to Singapore for two years I worked in Singapore for two years yeah. you went to Singapore for two years and then you chose to come back here okay that gets <laughs> even more interesting all right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I worked in Singapore for two years straight uh, I was a uh, because I wanted to narrow down my uh, my how say my work scope. So it, before this, I was like a technician and stuff. So I used to work with the entire aircraft. So I need to, you know, do like base maintenance, line maintenance, all these kind of things. So you basically handle the entire craft. So you need to know the entire craft. But I wanted to like narrow down my work, uh, my work load kind of thing. So I want a specific with something. So I went with a, a engine turbine quality inspector. So I just specifically, I just, you know, um, sort of in a way fixed turbines you know uh, engine turbines and stuff so you know like all the engines beside the airplanes and stuff so you have Rolls Royce you have GE's you have a lot of uh, Pratt & Whitney and this kind of brand so I used to work with a uh, G General Electric yeah so it was General Electric Aviation then I used to work with them for two years uh, the reason I came back was because uh, okay it, it got it gotten kind of boring because I'm a very outgoing person like as you know me right I'm I'm I am I am I am how I am, la. so I'm very outgoing and stuff like that. So when you used to do all these kind of inspector jobs and stuff like that, it, it's more of a day-to-day -day routine kind of thing. It's like a very fixed task. When, once you, let's say, you encounter this kind of problem, you just got to uh, solve it with this kind of problem. That's, that's basically how it works. La. So it's a very repetitive task. So from there, I was like, oh, it's getting very boring and stuff. Then I was like, oh, then at the same time, my uh, younger brother, I only have one brother, so my younger brother, he was like, he just uh, came out from studies and he, he wanted to um, go to Australia to study. I was like, you know what? Me as the elder brother, I wanted to give him a chance because I have the opportunity to go overseas, like work and stuff. So you know, I wanted to like, hey, I mean, I wanted to, I wanted to give you the opportunity to like go to overseas to, you know, to explore and stuff. Like. So uh, I was like, because that time I was still doing Chakwe one. That's why you saw the chef. You saw the chef work there because I you was were doing chao kway teow. Like literally chao kway teow. Like when I tell people I do chao kway teow, they thought like, oh, you're doing uh, chao kway teow. You mean like chao kui piao? Is it? No, 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 chao kway teow. So chakwe you teow. were an aircraft engineer by day in Singapore <laughs> and then you chao kway teow at night. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't chao kway teow in Singapore. I used to chao kway teow since I was twelve. And t since I was twelve, yeah, legit. This is legit. This is very legit. Like if people who are from Rawang and my 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 uh, secondary school friends, they all know. They all know. Like even the uncles, everyone in Rawang, they know who I am. And they all know like, oh, there's this guy. This guy is the, the Chakwetel guy. They all know me. They all know me. Everyone in Raobang, they all know me as the Chakwetel guy. Yeah, but other people, like people who follow us, like KL people, they know me as like, oh yeah, you're the, fun, you're the funny guy, content creator. But people from Raobang, they know me. Oh yeah, this is Okay, be, be, before we go to that <laughs> part, right, you just skip one whole lot. So you were giving chance <laughs> to your brother yeah, yeah, to yeah. go and study. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was giving the chance to study. So I was like, you know what? Then I come back because in uh, that time, by that time, my mom still does chakwetel. So it's like my family business kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So my mom, me, mainly it's like me. I'll be there. My sister will be there. Then it's like a rotation kind of thing. I like where whoever can help there, then we just help them. So it's a daily thing. Then uh, every time because he's only at secondary school, right? That time when he, before he graduated, so he was in secondary school. So. Same like me, he work, used to work there every single day. Whenever he go, comes back from school or whenever he, uh, before he goes back, goes to school, he'll help the mom, help my mama and stuff like that with chocolate and chichong fun as well. Then, yeah, uh, after I came back, I wanted to find a job. So I was like, if, whenever I come back, then my brother can go. Then he went, then I found a job uh, as a biomedical service engineer. Different field as well. It's a totally different field, but same line, which is uh, engineering. So I was like, I didn't, I didn't really need to understand biomedical, but my bio sucks. My bio sucks. Then uh, I 
you just gotta have a little bit knowledge about biomedical. So whatever I what I do is, um, okay, like you know those machines like dialysis machine, um, those ICU machine and this kind of thing where they support where they where they send it over to like you no know, hospitals, those kind of machine like critical machines. So I'm the one to service those machines lah. So right. Yeah. Right. Those those kind of things. So it's more of a mechanical thing, electronic knowledge kind of thing lah. Yeah, then I, I quit that job within nine months. <laughs> right. So basically, your story was that you you went to Singapore, yeah, and then your brother wanted to go Australia, yeah, 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 and then yeah. someone got to be home to kind of help out the yeah, family yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. to look out so, my family. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you basically just came back and yeah. decided to decided to work here. Yeah. And you didn't like the job after all, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. But I want to ask like, for <laughs> it's it's quite rare to see people working in Singapore and then decided to come back because because uh, the pay there is great. Yeah. Uh, progression is good again. Yeah. And being in GE, it was a it, fun it was, one, uh, like Chinese. Oh, you know, yeah, they yeah. say iron ice bowl, yeah, uh, yeah. rice bowl. It's like a solid one. Yeah, yes. you you rarely get fired. You get e sauce, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you got an opportunity to transfer Australia or everywhere else after that. Uh, yeah, I could. Uh, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So was it was it a hard decision to actually choose to give up that career and come back? You know what? It wasn't. It wasn't. It was like an instant, like you know, I, I, I want to quit. It was an instant choice. It was like. Because uh, I'm a very family person. Like um, I always put my family priority and stuff. So uh, when it comes to like you know family and stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, I don't mind coming back and stuff. Right. I mean, although the pay is very good, it's like the pay is very good, and I have a lot of very good like. Uh, basically, uh, basically, it's a very good. I, I'm I'm just gonna put it out there. The pay was very good and stuff. Then uh, it was a very easy choice actually. It was a very easy easy choice. Yeah, for wow. me to just just yeah, you know, I don't wanna do this anymore. Uh yeah, I decided to quit. Then when I talked to my boss, they were like, "Hey, sure, you wanna quit, man? You know, like they were they were me and stuff like that." Cause I was one of the highest people to uh, to bring in people. So a lot of my so within two years, right? A lot of my um, sort of salary, my bonus, right, comes from me um, sort of referring people. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, like because I'm a very outgoing person, as you know, right? So uh, whenever I was in college back then, like in uni back then. Uh, I used to know a lot of my juniors and stuff, so they were in the same field, like aviation and stuff like that. So when I went to Singapore, they we I was like the first few people of that uh, uni to go to Singapore and work. Then they were like, "Hey, wow, my senior, they went to you know, went to you know, this very great company. Uh, they work in Singapore and stuff like that." So as your junior, as your, the junior, they will be like, "Hey, you know, can help out and stuff yeah, like I can that." Can help me get a resume. Yeah, 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 yeah. And this kind of company usually. Having a referral helps a lot. Yes, exactly. A lot, and they may not even post it first. They will get internal yeah, stuff internal to look first. for people first, right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah, and and being okay. Don't mind me. <laughs> this one is really interesting. Since already the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, wh- when you were in Singapore, uh, and then you come back and work, uh. you look at the salary difference, right? How was the salary difference like? Oh, it was uh, it was about three times. Uh, definitely three times. Uh, definitely three <laughs> times. Salary difference. Uh, yeah. But you get dollar dollar lah. Uh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Like like for. Okay, the, the the difference was about yeah, it was about three times. But for me, it was like uh, you know, uh, I don't really, for me, I don't really look at money that important yet. Back then, I was like, hey, you know what? Okay, uh, can I uh, can survive? Uh, because like everything was covered by company back then. Like whenever when I came back to Malaysia, everything like you know, they provide me with car, all the allowances, all things. Kind of I was like, yeah, calculate, calculate. Okay lah. The 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 money, the salary is is uh, is good enough just to live my life. Right. You know, just to live my life and all the allowances, everything is covered. Like you know, my petrol, maintenance, come all these kind of things are covered. It's just that I need to gotta travel. Like like I gotta sacrifice my uh, how you say, um, tingsen, no? That's all. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why that's why a lot of people have this wrong impression sometimes, <coughs> thinking that entertainers or content creators are not very smart, right? <laughs> yeah, but actually, you think about it, a guy who can actually get into GE. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, is 
it's actually pretty smart. It's not easy to get into that company. Yes. I, I know friends who are in that company. <laughs> yeah, it's high level stuff, right? Yeah, I, I don't think I can qualify, honestly. Guys, <laughs> I think I'll flop the interview. I, I just want to tell you guys, I'm not that smart. <laughs> I'm really not that smart. I'm really not that smart. Okay. So, so uh, whether you're smart or not, uh, we'll find out along the way. Uh, maybe being a content creator, not that smart. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 true, true. That's true. a joke, yeah, that's yeah. a joke. Yeah, because uh, I'm also a content creator, right? So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like a, it's like a backstab for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, having said that, um, so your story is very interesting. Oh. You, you actually went from engineer and then you go all the way to become a content creator. From, from, from Chakwetel from to engineer. Chakwetel <laughs> to engineer yeah, yeah. and then to become a content, content creator, creator yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So what was the turning point that caused you to or, or, or made you just leave your job entirely <clears> and then say, look, I'm going to make content creating my career? Okay, so this is a very interesting one. So uh, before this, um, so uh, yeah, as I told you, when I came back from Singapore, I used to work, I, I, I worked in uh, Malaysia. Then from there, uh, after, I worked for about nine months only. So it was like towards the end of the year. <clears throat> towards the end of the year. Then uh, I quit my job because like, I was like, oh, this, is, this isn't what I, what I wanted. Because the job was like a very, um, very time-consuming kind of job. So I need to travel and stuff like that. And when I mean travel, it's not like, a, yeah, you know what, later morning I'll schedule something now, I can travel and stuff like that. It's like a, because I deal with, you know, ICU machines and stuff. So let's say whenever someone comes into an accident, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning, somewhere in Kedah, they come into the uh, hospital, then they were like, they try to use the ICU machine, they cannot use it, they cannot use it. The first thing they'll do, they'll they'll call the number beside it. Ma. They'll call the service number behind it, uh, beside it, then they call. So the number directs it to me. So I need to wake up like, like uh, uh, okay, okay, then you, you, you pick up the number, then they were like, oh, uh, sekarang ni machine tak boleh guna, all the kind of thing. Then they were like, oh, tak boleh. Then the first thing I'll tell them is like, uh, do you have a spare machine? Do you have a spare machine? Because normally hospitals, takkan they only have one machine there. Ma. If like got two patients, mean, oh, the doctor need to be like any mini mini more, <laughs> and then uh, jalala like that, right? Tengok siapa guna ni. It's like, oh, sorry, sorry, uh, Then let's say, yeah. Then they they, got, they normally have like few machines and stuff like that. Then uh, I'll ask them to use the other machine. So if really spare machine also also spoil means I need to go down there on the spot lor. Either I see what's the fastest way, I drive down or I take the flight down lor. Either one lor. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it needs to be a twen- because people's life is in danger, ma. Wow, so yeah. the guy. The guy like bleeding there is actually <laughs> just waiting for Melvin to come and like, Melvin, cepat datang boleh. So yeah, before I was a content creator, I was like someone's savior. Maybe I might be. Yeah, but, yeah, I believe so. I <laughs> believe so. Yeah, yeah. If uh, anyone of you watching out there, if uh, there was this engineer called Melvin, it was me. You know, it was me. I was the one who <laughs> saved your life. I was the one who saved your life back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yeah, remember him. Yeah, and then if I'm today the you're some uh, <laughs> big businessman, do sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So it was from there. Then I worked. Uh, then I was like, ah, this is very tiring. Every time I do like this, and because I the, the time I spend on the road is more than I spend at home. Sometimes I was like, oh, very tiring. Then I was like, you know what? I wanted to quit. So before I quit, uh, I had a friend in the company as well. It's a Malay guy, but he's a super open-minded Malay guy. I just want to do a quick shout out to my buddy right here, Adli. Adli. His name is Adli. So he's a very good friend of mine. We used to work in Singapore together. Then when we resigned, we resigned together. <laughs> then we are resigned together. We're like, what, them best buds kind of thing. Then uh, we came back. We came back to Malaysia as well. Then he, he wanted to find a job. I was like, hey, I'm working in this company as an engineer. Do you want to come in as well? So he came in as well. He came in, then he joined me and stuff like that. So he was one of the people who sort of encouraged me to resign as well. Because uh, he said to me like, bro, he also know that like, this job is very getting very tiring and stuff like that. Then he told me that, hey, bro, you quite, 
you're quite funny, you know, you're quite funny. Not not just in the way you 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 speak and stuff. Like it's just like I look at your face, I wanna laugh already. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's how he that's how he said it. It's like I don't know. I see your face. I, I want to laugh at you. <laughs> then I was like, so is is that a compliment? <laughs> is, is that a compliment? Is it is it not a compliment? So yeah, I was. He said from there. I was like, he told me that you can speak a lot of languages. You can speak English, Mandarin. You know, Malay. Malay is very good. Have you thought of like you know becoming uh, MC, a host kind of thing? Because you can really speak. You can really speak. If you sort of polish it, you can sort of polish it. It looks it looks very good, lah. Right? You can you can go up to stages and stuff like that. So I was like, oh okay. Because that kind of intrigued me. It kind of it kind of intrigued me. Because before, when I worked in Singapore, also, um, I was a very outgoing person. I was very. I used to you know host events for my company, like becoming the host. I talk about this, talk about that. That's why my Malay friend told me that yeah, you you have the potential. Why not you like suddenly polish it right? Then you can you can do all these kind of things, huh? So I quitted. I was like that was one of the motivation that sort of sparked, ignited the the idea of becoming a, a host or. Or something like that, lah. So I I quitted. I was unemployed for three months. <laughs> I was unemployed for three months, and I didn't even care about you know becoming unemployed and stuff like that. So yeah, then it came to the next year, which is 2019. It was the first, my very first video published. It was about the um, so you know the 2019, the first month, the uh, government announced the uh, the rule that when you smoke, you gotta smoke three meters away from shops. You gotta smoke three meters away from all these tables, kind yeah. of thing, right? Right. So. It was, it was from there where I generated the idea when I, my very first video was a social experiment video. Yeah, so, and he, the Malay friend, was the one who helped me film the entire thing. Yeah, 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 he was a very good buddy of mine. That's why I'm doing a shout out for him. He was a very good buddy of mine. Uh, he was the one who sort of helped me do the entire thing. Like, we are two guys who don't have knowledge in, you know, shooting, don't have knowledge in, um, do all this video editing, video shooting, that kind of thing. So, be- before you even embark on this, yeah. you... You have no knowledge in shooting. No. You have no knowledge in editing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no camera knowledge. No content related media knowledge, right? Uh, no, at and, all. And prior to your friend even telling you that, hey, uh-huh. maybe you should pursue this, uh-huh. right? Was there at any point of time in your life when you were young that this has like, oh yeah, maybe I should pursue this? Or it was just there and there on the spot. That was the first time that it came across your mind. It was the very first time that came across my mind. I, I never had the thought. I know I wanted to do something big. I, that's, one I, that's one thing I always feel like, you know what, I feel I can do something very big, you know? I feel I can do something very big. But I'm like, uh, I don't have the, sometimes I don't have the strength to do it. I was like, uh, you know what, uh, it's very tiring <laughs> kind of thing. But yeah, I feel I can do. So I feel like this is one of the big things that I've sort of achieved throughout my life, uh, other than working and stuff like that. Like. that that's, that's actually very bold, you know? Because like, it is, it is. it's like, the first time someone tells you that, mm-hmm. it's not something like, like Xinjiang, someone oh, no, telling no, no, you you're yeah. very good, you know, that kind of thing. No. Not like Xinjiang, you got practice, that kind. <laughs> and then, oh, just somehow happened. This is like, from aircraft engineer, suddenly your friend just tell you, you're very bored. Uh. Hey, you're funny, <laughs> no? You're funny. Let's, no, you, you look funny. You look <laughs> funny, bro. <laughs> you should try. Then you just quit your job and you, boom. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly, how, yeah, that's exactly how you, how you put it, man. Exactly that. That's exactly <laughs> what right. happened. So, so let's go to the first video, right? Uh-huh. You you went in and then you recorded a video about uh-huh. the smoking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah, us yeah. about it. Because uh, before uh, the, the idea came from, you know, I saw a lot of people posting posts first. They post pictures. So they were like, you know, people, um, they'll, they'll, they'll put like a measuring tape on the floor. They'll show three meters. Then they stand behind the, 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 the measuring tape and smoke. So it looks like, so it's, there's only, it's funny. It's funny. And generally it's funny because uh, it's, a, it's a picture. So I was like, can you video fight this? Can you video fight this? So I was like, oh, I think I can. Because I, I was quite brave back then. I was like, oh, whatever. I'm very kiasi. I'm not kiasi. So I was like, oh, I, I, I'm very brave to do all these kind of things. Very stupid things I always do. So uh, then I called my friend. I was like, bro, 
tomorrow, like, literally tomorrow, I was like, bro, uh, will you be around? Uh? He's like, oh yeah, I'll be around. Like, okay, I have this idea. I want to do this. He's like, bro, on. Immediately he said on. Then the next day, I didn't even plan anything. I was like, you know what? Okay, you will be my you will be my hidden camera. So whatever I do, you just try and just try and. We both have no knowledge of videography. We were like, zoom in, zoom out. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like very awkward. I was like, okay, I think I think I got the hang of it. I think I got the hang. Of it. Okay, okay, good. Then we just uh, shot the entire thing. So the video actually went. Uh, what, what was the video content about first? So it was about um, me doing social experiment where um, the government announced the rule after like a month ago. A month ago, then I was there like making sh- see whether people actually impl- implement the the smoking rule. So like whenever I see someone get up from the mama table and go and smoke, so I'll I'll, I'll actually go to that place. I'll, me- I'll I'll go behind him, put on the measuring tape all the way until the person smokes. Then if it's then I'll see like oh. Got three meters. Then I look back at my at my at my friend, like the hidden camera. I was like, "Ding!" Then I'll tell the abang like, "Bang, you bagusa, you you bagusa." Then I'm like, "What is this guy? What is this Chinese guy kind of thing?" So that was my very first video, you know, and I was like, "Damn bold about it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How how did the <laughs> how did the internet respond to that? Oh, it actually went. I I I don't want to use uh, viral because the word viral has been thrown a lot. For me, viral is like very huge, but for mine, it's like <laughs> it was only quite. It was very very viral. Uh, in the Malay community because the Malay community actually supported what they did because there was this very controversial scene it was one very controversial scene that made made it viral so you know um, I, I, I managed to uh, shot a lot of people and stuff like that then a lot of them are very um, actually all of them they are very like uh, they're very good like, they're very good they, they actually smoke uh, after three meters and stuff like that but there was this one guy there was this one particular guy and his group of friends where they were sitting at the mama table so I was sitting with my friend, I was like, we were just looking around, see who, who's like the next victim to come out and smoke and stuff like that. Then we were sitting halfway, then this group of, uh, I think secondary school kids, I can see smoke coming from the table. I was like, oh, they're smoking. Then I asked my friend, hey bro, this one smoking right at the table. Like right at the table. So we're like, hey bro, you wanna, you wanna go? Because that time I didn't, if you ask me today, I'll be like, yeah, go only. Because it's content, right? But before that, I was like, hey, you, I, I don't have breath or not. Uh. Later, they, they, they fight me how. Uh. I was like, hey, go, go, ni, go, ni. Then, then I went there. I literally went there and took my measuring tape. Because the guy, or the, the kids were like sitting here, one table, then that, that, the four so is like four seats. Uh, smoking right at the table. And so I got smoke come out. I walked past here. Literally, without saying a word, I just went to them. I just pulled out the measuring tape. I measured from the table to his body. And the tape literally hit his body, you know. So I was like, <laughs> he's ready. I was like, I measured it, then the guy looked at me, and I was like, bang, you need to get CM bang, get meter bang. I was like, oh, then the guy was like, look at me, then he like, took out the cigarette, I was like, then he, then he was like, ta ta ta, tapi ke, sekarang ni kau nak, kau nak buat apa, sekarang ni, then he was like, I can see he's starting to get pissed off, so I like, then I started to tell him like, you know, there's this, there's this new rule, like, you, need, you gotta, you gotta smoke, if you wanna smoke, smoke like, uh, three meters lah, because you know, they, they got other people here and stuff like that, and there's like, Actually, no people there, but I was like, you, you got to smoke three meters uh, and stuff like that. Then the guy started to get pissed off. Then he started to stand up. When he stand up, all his friends stand up also. But he stand stand up not, not because he wanted to fight me, but they wanted to calm him down instead. Then this guy wanted to fight me. So he really like, he wanted to fight me. So I had the measuring tape in my hand. I, t- talking, I talking facts to him. Uh, I was like, talking facts with him. Then he was like getting angry. He wanted to take the measuring tape from my hand, but he didn't manage to take it the first time. So he laggy angry. Uh, he laggy angry. He was even pissed. Then the second time, uh, we talked talk, talk. The second time when he grabbed, he managed to grab it from my hand. Immediately, he grabbed, when he grabbed it, grabbed it from my hand, I was like, oh, this is where I, f- I know I f-. I was like, the moment he grabbed it, I was like, I, I chow low up. So the moment I turned, I take like two steps only, 
he already throw the throw, throw the measuring tape on me. But he didn't manage to hit me, so he hit it right at the floor. So I just jabbed Larry, go to the lorong behind or something. I tell lah. But my camera friend is there, is still there. So he recorded the entire thing. He was like hidden camera, but not so well hidden. <laughs> he was just at the cam at the table there, like just doing this. Then the Malay guy looking at me, running, running. Then when he looked to the side, he saw my friend there looking at the camera and stuff like that. And he was like, Kuni apahal, Kuni apahal, what want to do viral, all this kind of thing. He started to charge at my friend, then one to my friend, I was like, oh, hey, so, sorry bang, sorry bang. Then he lied also. Then we all met at the, the Lorong Blakang and stuff like that. Then I was like, oh, <laughs> then, like, like actually happened. So I edited the video. It took me a while to edit the video. So I, I had to find like few friends like, hey bro, how do I edit this? Uh? How do I do that? Uh? Because back then I was like, ah, oh, very struggling and stuff like that. When I want to learn also like, ah, oh, I, very hard to learn. Uh. I, I literally find a friend like, you teach me one by one. Like, okay, this is transition. Uh. Okay. Cut, okay, cut here, okay, okay, okay. So uh, it took me like one week to just edit the video out. Then uh, I posted the video. Uh, after three days like that, it got picked up by uh, sort of mainstream news. Then it got picked up by all the social media like sales.com, uh, word of buzz, all this kind of thing. Then, yeah, it got <coughs> it got uh, sort of viral uh, in, in a sense. Then from there, it got viral in the Malay community. And the Malay people, they supported me. They supported what I did, what's right. I mean, it doesn't matter where, you know, I mean, Malays or anything is the fact that I'm actually right and I'm there not because like, oh, um, your kids or anything. I'm there because like, yeah, you shouldn't smoke here. You know, it's it's a, it's, a, it's a good thing, like, basically. Yeah. Right, so that was your first. That was my first video. That was your first video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it yeah. went well received. I mean, like, I mean, for me, only after like so many years of doing video, only once or twice my video got picked up by mainstream, uh, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. your first video is <laughs> yeah. over there. That, that's, that's actually very good. I bet that time you were scared, right? Like, uh, yeah, in like, a bit, yeah, it was like, it was, damn uh, scary. Yeah, but yeah. today, if the same thing happened, content, content. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I tell you, I'll be like, yeah, yeah, content. Whatever I can do, content. That that's content right there. <laughs> Go and take this scene. Make sure, uh, make sure everything, uh, perfect, uh, in frame, uh, in frame. Uh. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it, it, all these are still very fresh because we are we are still uh, quite new in the industry, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. In that sense, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I also started about 2019, early of the oh, year itself. Yeah, same, same. I think same, exactly. Same. I started January. I just started ah, January. Same. Yeah, oh my God, uh, December 28th or 29th oh, was the you, first you day earlier. that I posted you just, my you just, you few days earlier. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so all these things were, are so fresh. I remember mm. like the first time I videoed my first video, right? Uh -huh. It actually took me almost four days. What do you mean? To shoot the entire thing? Just to shoot the video. Oh, okay, okay, Cause, okay. Because I, I just can't get used to talking in front of camera. Uh, okay, okay, right? okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Like, it's like, it's like when I stand up and look at camera, I just went blank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I have to stand up again. Look at the camera. I just went black. Actually, I think I think I have the problem as well when I first started. But because of the first video, I didn't have to look at the camera. Ma. I just I just do what I do, uh, all this kind of thing. And I didn't like sort of notice there's a camera there kind of thing. Ma. So it went really well. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But over the years now, yeah, I guess yeah. After yeah, a while, we got right? comfortable. We got comfortable. We got comfortable. With comfortable it yeah. Then you just like content, <laughs> content. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Guys, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot, angle. a lot of things that people see like yeah, yeah. like. Yo, this kind of thing uh, like that uh, and then, <laughs> then we all like no content content this is uh, content okay people content uh, content make uh. sure the anger framing perfect okay. yeah. so I mean definitely language is definitely your talent right yeah and we can see that uh, you are able to impersonate uh, all sorts of uh, different languages and uh, I, I, style yeah, of so. speaking yeah, so. knowing but you, you know for that? a while right you know that? yeah here and there I see some of your video like the way that you actually do it uh. and some, sometimes when we go out right that's how you talk halfway and then you're like, oh, oh, yeah, 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 you yeah. do some okay, impersonation, okay. right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, impersonation is, uh, I'm only good at one, one, one style. Uh, okay. One accent. Uh, the China man accent. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The very typical but, one. But, the very typical but I think one. the one I'm born with it. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, 
So that I kind of envy that, right? Yeah. No. Um, so now this has been uh, your third, fourth year, fourth year as a full time uh, content creator. Third year, actually. Third year. Third year. Yeah, third yeah, year yeah. as a full time content creator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, what do you think are some of the challenges along the way? Ooh, there's actually a lot of challenges. Actually, like, like, okay. Um, let's see. I mean, before, when I start the video, I mean, you don't get paid. Okay, you don't get paid. They don't know who you are. All this kind of thing. You are a small time, you know, person and stuff like that. So. For me, I had to build my name up, Like I got to build my name up to in, in order to get like all these deals and stuff like that. So it was the struggle where I was. There was this one point where I I was thinking like whether should I quit or not, whether should I quit or not because it was like I was about two months in. I was like very tiring. Uh, do this video, kind of thing. You gotta run everything. You gotta do everything yourself and kind of thing. And I wasn't. I didn't have the ability to afford a team or like some people to edit my videos and stuff. So I was like. Ugh. Very tiring, uh. Then my mom also like, hey, no, no, no money coming in, my right? The because you doing this, I think there's no money coming in, man. Unless you do, you can, you can do like freelance acting kind of thing. You can do freelance acting, all this kind of thing. Then you get a, a bit, a bit like copy, small pay, very yeah. small pay kind of thing, la. Like a few hundred, maybe if you're good, then maybe a few thousand, okay, la. Then but it's a, it's a, it's a not confirmed thing, right? It's not solid and stuff like that. It's not even stable. So that was my struggle. I was like, ah. Oh. Then my mom was like also getting worried man, because their parents, they don't want to see your son, they don't want to see their children, you know, getting in a bad mood or in a bad situation where, you know, they're unemployed and stuff like that, right, as a parent. So I was like, <clears throat> so my mom told me, then I was like, sat down and told me, I was like, nothing. Then I was like they, she told me that, okay, it's very good that you, you know, you wanted to pursue what you feel like, you know, you can do, because it's, you finally find something that you feel like you can do this, right? So she doesn't want to stop the idea of me doing it. So she was like, okay, uh, uh, I'll, I'll support you, I'll support you know, your idea and everything, but give me a duration. Uh. Let me know how long you want to do this for, because I cannot see you be, be doing this for the rest of your life if not, you're not getting paid, right? So she told me that, <clears throat> okay, if after four months that you're still doing this and you're not getting paid, go, promise me that you'll go find a job or something, uh, right? <clears throat> so I was like, okay. I'll promise you. Uh, then after four years, uh, after four months, after four years, blah, <laughs> and after four years, I'm still unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Uh, after four months, uh, after four months, it was uh, about April like that. <clears throat> I started to get my first deal. I started to get my first deal and stuff. I was like, ooh, so this is interesting. I was like, oh, okay. So there was uh, there was uh, actually brands who were who were interested in what I do and stuff like that, and it was quite funny and stuff. Those. So that was my very first deal. I was like, oh, okay. So that was my very first taste of like. Sponsorship, you know, they call it sponsorship endorsement kind of thing, right? So I was like, oh, okay, not bad, not bad. And they're still supporting me till this day, so it's very good. What, what was the first brand deal you got? I think it was um, Nestle. Nestle? Nestle? Yeah, Nestle ice cream. Nestle oh. ice cream, yeah. That's why, that's why Nestle was like spon- uh, helping me out a lot, like throughout the years and stuff like that. And I uh, managed to create this internet personality where I'm like an ice cream explorer instead. You know, like mm. ice cream explorer where I explore different ice creams of like Nestle and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. So right. that was my very first, and they still jag me quite well. I was like, oh, okay. That, that. So long term, it's a very long term thing. I was like, oh yeah, this, is, it tastes good, like, It tastes good, like. it tastes good. It tastes sweeter than ice cream. Like. You you remember the first time when you got the deal? How you felt? Uh, I felt like, oh, okay. So they actually pay this much for 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 do a stupid video like this. Now, so whenever people ask me, right, like back then, I was like, hey, so what you do? Uh? Like what you what you do for work? Uh? So, oh, uh, I get I get paid to do stupid videos for clients. Uh. No, I, no, literally that like I get paid to do stupid videos, oh. yeah, and they pay me, oh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I do. That, that's how I don't. Uh, so what, what do you mean? You do you do, you do production? No, no, I don't do production. I want, I want people. I, I do the whole thing. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. So the client they normally normally when I do cl- content, I'll do, 
I'll come up with a stupid crazy idea. Normally, they, they cannot say much one because that's my style. Ma. If I do something not my style, then the engagement comes out not so nice. Then you blame me. Ma. It's like, hey, why come this video not so good? It's like, you wanted to do your style, but it's not my style. People don't like. Uh, so normally when I do videos, I'll definitely do my style. And the clients who are like Nestle, all this kind of thing, they are very super supportive. It's like, you know what? Do your style. I know you're so high. I know you're crazy. Go for it. Go for it. Then I always do that. Then uh, it comes out very good. Apparently, it comes up very good. <laughs> Surprisingly, it comes up very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think end of the day, uh, the, thing, the thing about brands is that once they use content creator, uh, sometimes they try to change the content creator's way of doing things, mm -hmm. right? And that's when results don't go very well because yeah. people follow you for a reason. Yeah, true, true, yeah. true. And mm -hmm. at end of the day, you, you try to be someone else mm. because a brand says something. Uh -huh. I mean, okay, la, as a content creator, you, you have to survive. So there's this like, you're always thinking to yourself, like, should I take this deal? Should I not take this deal? And and I would say that sometimes the key to it is in the deals that you don't take. Yeah. Mm. So same, same as us as well, right? Like we, we get a lot of invitation for a lot of deals, mm. but uh, reject quite many of them. Yeah, reject quite many of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All because of this. Yeah. Yeah. All the for the all the different reasons and so on. But exactly. but even then, even if you take on, uh, sometimes depending lah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But but for my my side is uh, more regulated. Mm. There's more uh, compliance. Yes. Yes. So exactly. On. Exactly. So they they can't be un entirely not involved lah. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So having said that as well, uh, but I but I do recall when the first time when I got a deal, right? Oh, okay. I, I okay. Still remember okay. It was one of the fintech companies. Uh, at that time, we just started. Uh, I just decided that I'm gonna do this for full time because when I first started, uh, it wasn't a full time thing yet. I was mm -hmm. still quite scared because okay, I got kid okay. at that time Ooh. yeah so I was thinking to myself like are you sure are you sure are you sure that you want to pursue these uh, if you pursue these uh, you gotta do a long term thing man man yeah, your yeah. your income is gonna get severely severely damaged, damaged, damaged you know mm, mm, and you got a kid you know yeah yeah. so I, I recall during that time I struggled <laughs> for about half a year plus uh, only by about uh, October huh? I decided that uh, I'm gonna do this for full time uh, by, by by August uh I recall uh, that was the first time that I sat down with my co-founder co okay. right now. That mm. time, uh, prior to that, he wasn't with me yet. Mm. By about uh, May like that, he decided that he wanted to come in and help me. He saw, like, he saw some of the videos that I make. Then uh -huh. he was like, hey, I, I, learned, I learned a lot from it. I benefited. You know, is there anything you need help? Then that time, he just graduated. Oh. So then he was like, uh, then he just started coming every day to help me. Yeah, and I knew that like, like to, to do this as a business, you, needed, you, you need someone. Yeah. You need someone yeah, to, yeah. to go with you, right? Exactly. And the first day that we actually sit down and do a plan together, right, for the next year, you know, like how you want to dream big, right? Uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah. That day itself, we got a message from, uh, I still recall, it was Stash Away. Oh, right? shit. Okay. okay. We'd love to meet you guys. We'd love to collaborate. Yeah. Uh, then it was, we just looked at each other like, I don't know whether you are my lucky stalker or what. Feels good, feels good. Yeah. yeah. For the first time, you kind of feel that, like, it clicked. It clicked like yeah. things are gonna work out, right? Yeah, you got yeah. that slight glimmer of hope. Uh -huh. Although the money don't help you sustain the yeah, lot, yeah, yeah. but you got but a glimmer of hope, exactly. right? Exactly. I think yeah, I think exactly that's how you describe it perfectly. You described it perfectly. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I felt as well when I got my first deal. Yeah. yeah that glimmer of hope that suddenly you can go and tell a mother, look, this is not a dead end. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know what? You know this brand, right? You know, we always eat, when I was small, we always eat, eat this brand ice cream. Now they want to sponsor me, you know. They want to sponsor me. <laughs> like, oh wow, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So how how's your mom uh how's your mom dealing with the fact that uh with your current career right now? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Is she uh much more happier? Uh she's much more relieved. 
How's she, it like now? She's she's very happy with me. She's ha- very happy with uh, with the things I've achieved and stuff like that. Even my dad and stuff like that. Uh, they are very proud of me. I would say they are very proud of me with the things I've already achieved and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, they're they're very proud because um, even my mom, uh, we are no longer doing chakwe because retired. So by the end of I think 2019, we stopped. We were like, yeah, I think I think I'm I'm good enough to support my family now, so that you know my family, my mom can just you know can retire and. Chill lah, can chill lah. Because I've been doing chakwe for like 12 years kind of thing. So it's very long. So I was like, my mom can finally, you know, rest good and you know, stuff like that. So yeah, and we stopped at just the nice point where it was pandemic time. Ngam ngam mm. the end of the year. Then ngam ngam at the start of the year, pandemic would come already. So like, then I told my mom, wow, I think we stopped at a per- quite perfect time lah. Like quite perfect lah. Perfect timing. Yeah, perfect timing. I was like, oh, not bad, not bad. And yeah. I quit and I quit aircraft engineering at the sort of perfect timing as well as well as well yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's perfect timing so as like, well in a way everything was very well planned for me like yeah. like in a way i don't know how but it was like eh, i quit that at the right time oh. like and my friend all like they getting retrenched lah getting yeah, yeah. terminated and stuff like that i was like oh that's very bad and stuff like that and i thought to myself huh what if if i got retrenched like now if i come back i i don't have any special skills you know like the only skill i have is engineering skills and very technical and by that time no company needs an engineer or stuff like that. Like that's right. It's like, yeah. oh, but yeah. then when I look at my, when I look at who I am now and stuff like that, it's like, wow, I got a lot of like different skills. Are like you know, I think management, uh, marketing skills, PR skills, kind of thing. It sort of sort of molded me to who I am today, lor. Right, uh, yeah, right. Yeah. So having said that, um, <coughs> nowadays being a content creator and and you're the content creator comedian kind, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, we know that there are many pathways of being a comedian, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you wouldn't specifically call yourself a comedian, yeah, no. yeah but there'll be like uh, stand-up comedians and so on exactly. and so forth. You are the more uh, <coughs> content creator, making funny content kind of comedian, I, I, right? I think in, entertainer in general, maybe. Like. Entertainer mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. as as a person like that, right, what are some of the most common questions that people would ask you when they find out like, oh, oh, Mel Vinegar, oh, yeah, you make funny content. Uh-huh. Oh, so what are some of the common questions that people ask you? Um, <coughs> well, this is a good one, you know. Uh, I would say one of the common ones. Oh yeah, so a lot of people assume that I'm a banana, like they assume that. Oh, oh yeah, I'm yeah. I, I, I first of all I thought you're <laughs> banana. <laughs> a lot of people assume that I'm a banana. Like, like they when whenever like let's say they they actually meet with me and stuff like that. They're like, oh, you can speak Chinese one. Like, yeah, I can speak Chinese one. Like my household, everything I speak Chinese one since I was young and everything. I speak Chinese. I can speak Malay and everything. It's like. But your English is so good because they, they normally assume that when you speak very good English, right? They assume that oh, you probably are a banana because normally people who can speak English and Chinese, your English will be slightly off a bit, lah. Like, like they that's can right, tell that's right. slightly off yeah. like that. Yeah, but they they say me like, I assume that you're a banana. You know, it's like no, I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Chinese. I always speak uh, Chinese Hokkien and everything with my family and stuff like that. So that's one of the uh, one of one of the things uh, people assume about me. And another one would be. Um, they always try to guess whether I'm actually that stupid and that um, so high in real life. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they try and see like, hey, I mean, they, they'll be like, uh, because sometimes you only act for the camera, right? Sometimes you only act, you only act for the camera, then behind, the, behind when you're in real life, uh, you're like a very, or like you're actually not that funny. You just try to fake and be funny, right? right. So, and people try to assume that and when they sort of meet me in public and say, you actually you are as dumb as you look, lah. <laughs> like you're actually yeah, so, uh, so high as you look, uh, you're, you're actually that person. I was like, yeah, I'm, I don't I don't fake it, uh, I don't fake it. Yeah, so I think that's one of the few things uh, that people sort of assume about me. I think. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, not much. Uh. Do Do you get any annoying questions then? 
annoying question. Like, is there anyone who actually walks up to you and says, oh, you're a funny guy, tell me a joke. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I suddenly find that funny. Uh. I, I find it quite funny. Uh. But uh, no, 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 no. Uh, apparently people don't really... I've never gotten that at all. I've never gotten that. Because, right. because I think because also that my videos, I've never told jokes. I never talked in my videos. That's one thing I think mm, very important with my that's videos. That's true. That's true. Yes, yes, that's yes. true. Because I'm, I'm funny in a way where I don't tell jokes. I don't, I don't have to put words into it and make it into right. funny and stuff like that. I just got to use my action. Because my friend, the Malay friend that told me like, hey, you look funny. <laughs> you look funny. So it's like, if you say I look funny, then I feel like when, whatever I do, it looks funny. No? So I did that. And it actually worked. And it actually worked. Surprisingly, it actually worked. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. now, uh, so actually currently, you're handling multiple roles, right? You're not just as an entertainer. Would uh-huh. you like to share with us a little bit about what are some of the things that uh, you are actually doing right now? Okay. Um, so, I am involved in uh, crypto. So, yeah, for those of you who don't know, I am involved in crypto. Um, blockchain gaming, to be exact. Uh, blockchain gaming. No, so, it's not just NFT and stuff like that. Um, so, I used to sort of trade NFT. And from there, I sort of built a career for myself because um, whenever I trade and stuff like that, I'll sort of post it on my social media and stuff like that. Sort of uh, not a way for bragging, but in a way of educating. So whenever I post something about my cryptos and stuff like that, I'll write all the terms like, oh yeah, why I, da- why I bought this and all this kind of thing. Analysis kind of thing uh, on the site. So a lot of my um, <coughs> um, followers, they'll be like, oh yeah, okay, so this guy is sort of the... Because that back then, it was like very early. Was, when you talk about NFTs, it was very early back then. Even in Malaysia, Malaysia was like, even when you ask crypto people, um, like specifically crypto people, like they know Ethereum, all this kind of thing, but some of them, they don't know what is NFT. Mm. They'll be like, you, uh, you tell them like, hey, you know NFT? Uh? Oh, I, I don't know NFT. Uh. I know you know staking, all this kind of thing. The DeFi, the basic, basic, the, the finance side of it. But when you talk about NFT, they don't know. So I was like sort of very early into the stage of NFT back then. Then, um, yeah, I posted my stuff. Then... Um, Apparently, there's this company who come and find me and like, hey, um, you're quite involved in NFT space and you have quite a good knowledge in NFT. So they wanted to hire me. <coughs> so they wanted to hire me and they paid me good. They paid me very good. I was like, oh, so this is the, 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 the taste. The web cream. Yes, it's like, oh, ooh, okay, so this, oh, so this is uh, what it feels like to you know, dip your toe into a role of uh, NFT hunting. So uh, I, I, I went into this company. It's a gaming company. So what it did, they, it was a gaming blockchain company. So I went in. Because at that point, I had an idea. I had an idea where I wanted to start my uh, own project kind of thing. Because I, I was like, I feel like I was quite deep into NFT space where I already understand like all the, all the things there, but not the technical part. So this opportunity sort of gave me the... Uh, the opportunity to dive in as a, as a technical team, as a, as a development team, to know what I want to do uh, front end or also back end. So I went in with the idea of like, you know what, I want to learn as much as I can, then I can jump out and you know, so, sort of create my own um, um, project and stuff like that. <clears throat> then, um, yeah, and also I have always uh, I always talked about NFT with my buddy as well, Dennis, Dennis Yin, big shout out to him. And he's also, yeah, yeah Dennis Yin, my buddy, man. Uh, we always talk about NFT like, from literally every um, sometimes uh, when we talk about NFT, we zoom call from twelve a.m. all the way to seven a.m. <laughs> seven hours we talk about NFT and how great uh, if our NFT can be, you know, our project can be. And look at us, man. Look at us. We I'm already doing my own project. Dennis, you're already doing your own project as well. That's super proud of you, man. So yeah, uh, I did that. Then uh, yeah, I went in as, uh, as one of the development teams. Then after two months, I came out. After two months, I came out. I learned everything really. <laughs> two months, I came out because I feel like. I think I can do better. I literally feel like I was like, I think I can do better. 
because they already they are already at a very great point you know they already funded a lot millions multi-millions they already funded then i was like i think i can do better it really came out then um sort of um uh, a few buddies of mine uh, from the same project or maybe some other projects we came together we started our own team so my, my friend he was like the nick fury of um, the team he was like like okay you will be the next iron man you will be the thor you will be like they, they sort of assemble everyone together and i was one of them and i was one of founding members um for my project gunfire over here gunfire so uh yeah we're like a third person shooter game kind of thing uh and this kind of thing yeah so yeah, it, with the idea of like free to, free to play and play to earn. Yeah, so yeah, because in traditional games, the only way you get paid is when you become pro or you become, yeah. you join some special leagues or something like that or you win some competition. That's the only way you get paid because a lot of people, they, they because a lot of people, they, they put money into it. Uh, they don't really get any investment back. They only get like, oh, uh, the satisfaction of winning or like the satisfaction of like having the skins and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's mm-hmm. the only thing. So, I mean, back then, you already have the idea of free to play and play to earn, right? Like, Axie Infinity, it's not free to play, but you gotta invest, but play to earn. La. But the idea why, you know, Axie is like, you know, sort of um, dying a bit like that, is dropping down, is because that it's not fun. People go to Axie not because they wanna, like, oh, I wanna play this game and stuff like that. Because if you look at all these traditional games like GTA, Dota, Counter Strike, Valorant, I'm getting, they are there for more than a decade already, for more than a decade, and people are still playing it. People not just playing it, they are not, they are not just playing it, they are paying it as well. They're paying it. So like, go back to the, the question of like, how come actually such a good game, you, you know, you can play, you can earn. Why are people not um, interested in continuing it? And why is it like dying like that? It's because I believe, this is what I believe, it's because of the gaming experience. It's not there. People normally play the games, it's because they, they want to have fun, you know, they, they actually wanted to, wanted to do something with the game and stuff like that, and not just like, go on a quest and because a lot of people when they play XC they are mainly for the finance the, the, the game fine they only more for the finance side and they, right. they don't right. really care about the gaming side of it so if you look at a lot of traditional gamers traditional streamers kind of thing they actually really enjoy the game they enjoy a lot of these uh, traditional games and stuff like that. so what we want to do is we wanted to bridge a gap so there was this gap between um, people who because you see a lot of uh, XC blockchain gaming in general yeah. you are mainly targeting just crypto people a lot That's of right. crypto people are like, oh, I just want to you know, go and make money kind yeah. of thing. And you don't really see much traditional people sort of jump into the crypto world. Right. Sometimes they don't know what is crypto and they, they don't even want to care about crypto because they feel like it's like a scam kind of thing. Like, like they don't want to dive into crypto or even the blockchain side. So this is where we wanted to bridge the gap. Like, hey, we wanted to cre- create something that you can relate to. This is actually a game. It's actually a game where it's like, it's like Fortnite kind of thing. Third person shooter game and stuff like that. And you can play and earn it. Right. Yeah. So I, I think what you say is very true. I mm. think one thing I do notice when it comes to the early days of the GameFi mm. site, right, was that um, ever since Axie Infinity, probably when they first started, it was about fun. Yeah. Right? It was, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was simple. It was the early days. It was very simple yeah. kind of games, right? Yeah. And uh, what happened is that slowly along the days as it developed, it, it became like competitive. There were more people who are not gamers going into GameFi just, just to make money. To make money, exactly. right? Exactly. But I think the idea that if you want game five to really work in the future, mm-hmm. my personal thought is that you need to make a fun game. Yeah. You need to make a game that mm-hmm. gamers are not there to earn money, but earning money is just a Bonus. byproduct of exactly. their experience exactly. playing the game. Exactly. Right? So if we can create something like that, mm-hmm. then that's definitely the thing. La. And I know yeah. that um, a lot of big studios are actually working on it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. A Malaysia, lot, there's a lot of big studios. Lot, because yeah, we do have some of our friends who mm. actually work with like Blizzard, you know, and so on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then huge. they, they kind of like give a little bit of hints about mm. things that are happening and, and we can see that um, 
there is a huge future yeah. for that area, right? Uh, but right now it's a crypto winter. We all know that, right? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, nothing to talk about in that sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, just a matter of time. Yeah, Hopefully yeah, yeah. one day it becomes like the next Amazon, exactly. you know, the next Active Blizzard, you know, that mm, kind of thing, right? Mm, mm, that, that's all of our ideas. But yeah, having said that, you got to be able to brace through this winter whether you like it or not. Yeah, so yeah. the thing is that if you're focusing on the utilities, uh, mm-hmm. if you're focusing... S- more on the experience of playing the yes, game. Yes. Then it doesn't matter whether it's a crypto winter or not. Exactly. That's what we told a lot right? of my you know, investors and stuff. They're like, oh, right. oh now do not crash, all this crypto winter. See, so you you know actually just like m- a few months back, mm-hmm. right? Um I mean I, I talk more about Bitcoin, Ethereum, that kind of stuff, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. I mean because those are the traditional ones. Yeah. Uh then then we, we, we do jump on the train when it comes to the more uh what we think is reliable but trendy kind of thing. So there was one particular one that I always talk about during my life one. Okay, okay. It's called chain link. Oh, oh yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So mm. but I don't really talk about it because it's not very hyped up. Yeah, yeah. But I always tell people this utility. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about utility of a network, chain link has that is the one. very, exactly. very strong utility. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very, very strong utility. And every time I talk to it's a lot, quite of people, right? you know? it's quite a lot of people actually just like, but that's not a point. <laughs> you're, not, you're not doubling your money, you know? They always you're not doubling the, the, your the money. Short term, the short uh, term. Yes, so yes, yes. That's, why, that's why during this crypto winter, right? Suddenly I like, like, like I just looked at it, right? And then you see Luno recently just listed Ching Ning. Mm, it's like, mm. okay, that's it. That was like, yeah. Yeah. Smart boy. Smart yeah, boy. Yeah. 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 But anyway, uh, that's one thing. Yeah. Now, um, before we go into the last question, there's actually oh. a last question I want to ask you to wrap wow. up. But before I go into it, I want to okay. add this added on question. Wow, okay. Since you're already in the NFT side and huh? you're in the game file and everything, mm-hmm. what do you think is the future of NFT and gaming in this kind of time right now? You know, we, we, are, we, are, we are seeing a lot of uh, bleeding in this area. Yeah, we, are, yeah. we are seeing even uh, punks, uh, cyber punks are being just thrown out, right? Oh people yeah, I see a lot. It. I see a lot. Right? I was like, yeah. oh wow. DAYC, people are throwing it like mm-hmm. nobody's business mm-hmm. right now because people who are speculating now cannot tahan already. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, being an NFT person, mm-hmm. because you are more involved in NFT than I am, right? Uh, I, I guess, I guess, so, yeah. yeah, yeah I'm, I'm more towards <laughs> the crypto side still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are your thoughts about the future of NFT? I think it, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's definitely something big, like, it's sort of a life-changing kind of thing. For me, at least, it's, it was very life-changing because when I stepped into NFT, I actually, I wanted to say I did make quite a lot. In a way, but yeah, it's for me. It's quite a life-changing money, but not just money in a sense, but also the the fact that we are actually like sort of helping people in the future and stuff like that. So we have to make something big and stuff because our game, we don't we, we didn't want it to be just like a you know third-person shooter game kind of thing. It's not just a game. When you talk about an metaverse, because this is, I think this is the word that that's been been thrown around and stuff like that. When you talk about metaverse, I don't want it to be just like a two D thing where you can just see like oh this is going around. When I talk about metaverse. I'm, a, I'm imagining where you can live your second life to the fullest. You know, you can live your second life. Like this is your, this is your first life. This is your normal life, right? You, you can do all the things here. You can do all the things here. But you definitely have things that you cannot do or it's like GTA. You can, GTA, a lot of people- Like Ready Player One. Exactly. So, exactly. Okay, so uh, because a lot of people don't get the reference of Ready Player One, some people, they don't even see it. So I always bring in the, the reference of Ready Player One into uh, our our- our uh, gunfire world. So how we want to make gunfire world into the next oasis, which is the the Ready Player One thing. We wanted to make it into that, and we can sort of um, chain every games and every people from different side of the world into one place. And we're not just coming out with like, uh, oh, like uh, this is a metaverse. We're actually coming out with few. So when they call it met- a gunfire world, it's actually like a uh, a, a, a a verse. It's like a how you say uh, uh, what do you call it uh? Like a, the Milky Way kind of thing. Mm. So there's like 
few worlds inside of there's like thousands of worlds inside so whenever we collab with a project or they're interested so you know a lot of people um, for nft they got nft 1.0 so it's just like pfp based then nft 2.0 it's got oh they started to put utility into it then how's that then after that finish already then you claim your merchandise you claim all these things already then what else then that's all right but then this is where a lot of projects they you know like the byc they started to do their own thing like they want to come up with their own metaverse but when you come up with your own game and metaverse it sort of costs a lot of time and money so this is where we already step in we're already doing our own uh, metaverse and stuff like that we're already creating our own planets so this is where you can when once you collab with us you already automatically get your own metaverse so Everything we'll, we'll manage it from 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 our side here. You want to create your own thing. This is like Adidas land. Let's say Adidas want to collab with us. This is your own land. You can f it's done for your own community and stuff like that. You can do whatever you want. It's like your own Minecraft. You have your own things to build and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, so go back to your question. I feel like it it would be uh, a life changing uh, project la, and also a life changing technology for at, at least for blockchain. La. Yeah. Right. Right. Great. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I personally also think that uh, eventually when there are more and more utility, it yes. will come by. Mm. But definitely by then, uh, I doubt it will be like great swings and mm -hmm. speculations mm -hmm. yeah. and so on. But oh, more towards being a utility kind of purpose kind definitely, of thing. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So now, moving on to the last question before I wrap up. Okay, right? okay. Yeah. Um, what would be your advice for <laughs> anyone who are thinking about like, say, being a content creator or being a funding content creator because the unique thing about you is like it wasn't something that people has been telling you since you were young no, yeah, right it no. was just a like suddenly someone just tell you that you're funny yeah <laughs> and uh and you you straight away play upon that strength immediately uh -huh. and you build a career for yourself that expanded into a multi multitude of things uh -huh, uh -huh. yeah uh, expanded you to a new world meeting new people and stuff like that it's right true, actually yeah. yeah so what is your advice for someone who is thinking about taking the first step for themselves into the unknown. Wow, okay. Wow, okay. I've never really been asked to give advices, you know, like, because I, I don't give good advice, people. Guys, guys, I don't, good, I don't give good advice at all, okay? <laughs> but uh, if there's one advice that I would give to anyone who's you know, sort of looking to do this kind of thing, I would say, you know what? Okay, I think, okay, I, I think I have one in mind. Okay, so this is my personal advice. So, Let's say, okay, if you have a big dream, if you have, a, if you have a big dream, if you want to become an actor, don't just go for, you know, audition. Don't just go for, you know, acting and stuff like that. Create your own video, create your own short film. So let's say you want to become a singer, right? You can't just be singing covers and stuff like that. Try and create your own, uh, your own, your own, uh, write your own lyrics, sing your own songs kind of thing. So what I'm trying to say is don't just, you know, follow like the first step like, like oh you want to become an actor or you gotta you know go through the audition path or all this casting or be in the movie then you know you build your you build yourself from there but instead try and you know you want to become you want to be a movie star try and shoot your first movie when i mean movie it doesn't need to be like oh a, a, a one hour movie or 30 minutes movie or even shoot it on tiktok try tiktok is a very good platform people don't judge you on tiktok and stuff like that you can just start it from there because this is, this is how i started it i started it from there doing very short videos just to put yourself out there because sometimes it's more efficient to put yourself out there first than to go for auditions all that kind of thing because people already know who you are they know your they know your strength and kind of thing you might even not even you might you might not even need to go for casting and stuff like that you can just like this guy's i've seen this guy before he's he's already quite well known in this space so if we bring him into the the movie space they already know who is he all this kind of thing. So I would say if you want to do something, try and start it very small first. When you want to become a movie actor, try start with a with a short um, 
short film or maybe a small short TikTok video first. You want to become a singer? Try not just to just cover, you know, songs and stuff like that. Try write your own songs. You know, it can be a short one. It could be a, well, a few second one. But try at least try it first because that's how I did it. I tried it first and I was like, I, I because I, I had this idea. I wanted to become so huge to the point where like I have my own show. I can host my own things. I'm the next Jimmy Fallon kind of thing. You know, I'm I'm Jimmy Fallon when I can go to because. Uh, I think Ronnie Chang, you guys, you know Ronnie Chang, right? And he's like so successful in Malay- for as a Malaysian, right? And he's just speaking about his culture and stuff like that. Like he, even he speaks, he doesn't speak with a, maybe a bit accent, but um, he, he speaks it with, with pride. Lah. Yeah. So I wanted to be that kind of people. Like, like I feel like I can do something very big. So this, this, is where, this is why I wanted to start very small first, creating my own videos, all this kind of thing, putting myself out there kind of thing. Lah. So yeah, advice to just start somewhere, lah, somewhere, even small. Yeah. I think that's a very good advice. Uh, I think very often, many people when they think about like they want to do a career switch, mm-hmm. they want to do something big in their life, they tend to have a very, very big idea, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I want to do something very big or either I don't have a very big idea. Mm. But either or not, do you have a big idea or do you have a like great passion, right? If you actually just look at it, someone just told you that like, okay, you can be funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there, there wasn't too much of like thought. <laughs> there wasn't thought, thought right? It's just It's just, well, let's just give it a try, right? And create your first video. Exactly. Just You don't need to think about whether your video are going to go viral or not. If it goes viral, you're lucky. My uh, first video didn't go viral. Yeah, exactly. Yeah? So you, you just give it a try. You just do something. Uh, whether is it arts and craft or whether is it sell mm. durian ke mm. or sell nasi lemak ke, it doesn't yeah. need to be in the content space. The point is, start with the little steps. I think I think always remember this one, one thing. One step like, at a time. Dream big. But begin with the little actions. Mm, one step right? at a time. And one step at a time, mm. right? Just one step at a time, one step at a time. Then somewhere along the line, you will find it become clearer and clearer. You know what? That's very true. That right? is very true. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, agree. Along totally the agree. way, only you'll find clearer. A lot of people think that when we start, uh, or anyone started a business, uh, mm. they are like super clear at the start one. <laughs> actually, no. Uh, I, can, I can tell you, uh, for the first year, you actually don't kind of know what you're doing. Mm. I mean, I will tell you that until today, uh, Sometimes I sit down uh, and get blurry, I, right? I also get a bit blurry. <laughs> then you need to like take a few back. step back and then you need to like have one, two days to just think, right? Exactly. That's exactly. why a lot of people think that business people like n- never do work and <laughs> just just because you actually sit, sit down the day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 it's true, it's true. Yeah, if you say that, it's very true actually. Right, yeah, right, right. I agree. Do you realize that the more, the more your career build up, uh. the more you spend time thinking rather yeah. than doing? You're like, hmm. you sit there. They'll be like, what, 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 bro, what are you doing? No, no, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I just think that. Fang Kong, Fang Kong. Daydreaming, <laughs> I think. Like, no. <laughs> All right. So thank you very much, Melvin, it's for pleasure, joining man. us. It's yeah. a pleasure. So that's Mel Vinegar Dan. Now, for those of you who haven't followed him on IG or TikTok or YouTube, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, yeah, LinkedIn as well. LinkedIn, LinkedIn as well. Oh, yeah, 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 LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got, we got to build the LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah gotta be a profile, man. Yeah. Mm. So go and check out Mel Vinegar. He makes really funny skits. Yeah, I still remember the one that he did with the coffin one, the dance. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that was very I showed my wife, man. Oh, no, that was very was viral. Yeah. That was very viral, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, He's a good friend, like fantastic fella. Do check out his projects as well. Yeah. And uh, that's all about it for today. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming. All right, Any last pleasure, words man. for the audience? Uh, no, man. Just, uh, just be yourself. That's all. That's all I can say. Mic drop. See you next time.